Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Michelle and Randy, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, our friend, Cardinal Broadcaster, and the... uh, man who founded ClabesOnline.com, the one and only Mike Claiborne with us on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. I, I guess we're all in a better mood after that 7-1 win over Arizona. Huh? Oh, yeah, man. I almost walked home last night. I was so happy. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, it, you know what, it was good. And I know there'll be some that'll say, well, it's Arizona and they're the worst team in the history of road baseball. I get it. Uh, but, you know, you got to start somewhere. And whether it's the Arizona Diamondbacks or whomever, you got to start somewhere. You saw one of those innings, and this is, I think, where we get ourselves in trouble. You know, we, the Cardinals score in, in, you know, one run, one inning. You know, they, they hey, let's score nine runs. And then the rest of the game is just whole hum. But, man, you know, they, they manufactured some runs. They had a home run, you know, and just little things that you think can help you turn the corner. Now, Torrey Lovello didn't hurt us in, in what he did. And I and I think what, what he, he was probably – his pitching, his bullpen was pretty short. Um, I know I was talking to uh, Paulo Asensio about it, and he, he said, and uh, also Mike Farron told me earlier that day, he said, our bullpen is getting chewed up. So, you know, it's one thing to send the guy to the plate with the bases loaded, the pitcher, but not even to swing a bat, not even to just create some sort of distraction. I just didn't understand, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Claves, what did you think of Wade LeBlanc's performance last night? He got you what he what you were hoping for. I think they would have liked for him to finish five, but you know, there's a reason why Wade LeBlanc was available. You know, from Baltimore and Texas. I mean, he, he's a strike thrower, and, and I appreciated that. I mean, if you notice, Michelle, the game didn't have this tedious pace to it, but you know, he he gave them what they needed. You know, he bought the bullpen some time. So, you know, I, I think the game plan was to have two pitchers pitch, okay? LeBlanc and, and maybe it was John Gant that was backing you up. But, you know, the, the game was on the line at a key time, and I think Schilke realized, hey, this guy's gone as far as he can go. Let's get him out of there and try and see if we can steal an inning or two. And, and that's what they were able to do. Claims, I want your opinion on this. I've always been of the opinion, and obviously the way pitchers make it to the major leagues is different now than it was even five years ago. But I've always thought if you were talented enough to make it to the major leagues, you had the talent to throw strikes. How much of what we're seeing with all of these walks do you think is just mental and not focusing? I think it's a combination of three things. I think it's, it's certainly mental. I don't think there's any question about it. I think some people press because remember, I think a lot of guys who we're seeing with the walk total are either in a, in a different role or, or shouldn't be here because they should be still in a developmental stage. 
And I also think there's some guys who are not used to foreign substance. And they're, they're having to really bear down. And maybe that takes us back to the mental block issue, where I think there are more guys who were used to using it and didn't think anything of it. And then when they take it away from them, they're like, whoa, I got to learn how to pitch differently. <laughs> so I, I think it's a combination of three. Clave, speaking of mental, what do you think is happening with Paul DeYoung? It was great to see him get a home run last night, but obviously not the production that the Cardinals need or expect from him since he's returned from the injury. But Randy and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, and last year he obviously dealt with with COVID, and that was a problem for him this year, the injury. But the production just hasn't been there from Paul DeYoung. Why do you think that is? That's a great question, and I think we've all been scratching our heads about it. Um, you know, I, I think some of the things you mentioned, you know, he, he kind of runs out of gas in the second half. So, you know, maybe it's a matter of conditioning throughout a whole season. And I, I think Paul DeYoung kind of went back to his basics on being able to hit pitches that he can hit. And if you get him on a good pitch on the corner, whatever, hooray for you. If you get him on a good breaking ball and he doesn't swing, then hooray for you. And, and the other thing is Paul DeYoung was not born to walk. I mean, he's never been a guy who took a lot of bases on balls. And I think that we've got to accept the fact that he's going to swing and miss. I think the difference is now he's not giving away at bats, or at least there were times where I thought he was giving away at bats. It seems like he's bearing down a little bit more. And I think the next step we need to see in him, if he starts going to center field or trying to knock the second baseman down, and not try and pull everything, I think you'll see a more effective guy. We've seen him do that in spurts, uh, and we've seen him be a streaky guy. So maybe he's going through one of those streak modes right now. Meanwhile, Carlos Martinez pitches again tonight for the Cardinals. and I like the way you said again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there's ever been a guy who had as much talent that is getting away from him that we've seen with the Cardinals. Maybe I, I don't Jose think, De Leon. Uh, well, see, Jose at least one year led the league in ERA, and uh, that was yeah. the other name that came to mind, though. Silvio but, Martinez. Yeah, Silvio was a nut. Okay, that's that's a good one. <laughs> Great call. <laughs> I think that, I think those two guys are closer than North and South Poles, or I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, uh, but have you reached the point with Martinez that? He had the three really good years, and now he's had these three years. That he is what he is, and that you have to expect the unexpected. Oh yeah, you know I I used to tout, and I and I still do, and I had to preface it by saying when he's right, he's got as good a stuff as anybody on this team. Period. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a guy who can throw five, maybe six pitches for bona fide strikes that you can't hit. He had he has velocity, he has movement. You know, he's got, a, he's got all the tools, again, when he's right, when he's not, when he's distracted or, you know, not focused or frustrated or he, his tempo isn't right, then it's, it's something that certainly just makes us just say, what in the heck is going on? Because we know he can be better. And, and the the other thing about it is, is when he doesn't, perform to that level when he gives you those one or two inning starts and we've got too many of these guys because Oviedo and yeah. it's not yeah. Oviedo's fault but there's too many instances where the Cardinal bullpen is kind of like Arizona's right now they're they're having to get 18 20 outs in a game yeah and, and you know it only takes one guy 
to mess up your whole week like that. Mm-hmm. And, and we were in danger of that happening on Sunday with Oviedo. You know, they let him stay out there, and he pitched out a little bit of a jam. But can you imagine, had Mike Shield had to go get him in the first inning, what would have taken place for the rest of the week? Your bullpen would have been chewed up. You you couldn't go to certain guys. There were certain guys that may only be able to give you two outs instead of three. I mean, when you have one guy like that, the domino effect is in play where everything starts to go south for you. And and it takes a week, maybe 10 days to recover. Mm-hmm. And, and you better hope that everybody else pitches well because you cannot take guys out there and send them out there in back-to-back days, extend their innings, and, and do them in, in multiple days in a row. It, it, it just doesn't work. And, and when you do it, especially at this time of the year, Getting close to the all-star break, the weather's really started to take its toll. And, and you know, guys are looking for that all-star break. And everybody's be, is going to be hustling to get there. But this is how you can get somebody hurt also. We're getting close to the all-star break. Clave's also close to the trade deadline. So I need you to put on your bow tie for a second. If you are John Mosellock and the Cardinals front office, what's your approach? Well, I think it depends on where I'm at at the all-star. If I'm double digits out of first place, I got to think about, all right, do I need to look around or do I just need to stand pat and just keep people, keep a finger in the dike uh, and, and just not let this be a total disaster? I don't think we're going to be in that situation, so I am going to look actively for more pitching. And I'm looking for more pitching not just for this year, but if you look at what our potential rotation could look like next year, you're going to need a legitimate arm in the rotation that's not on the team right now. Those are the first two things I'm going to do. I've got to find a left-handed bat, okay? I've, I've got to find one. You know, Justin Williams is a good player, but I'm looking for players who can be part of a winning team and be a legitimate contributor. And, and while we've seen Justin Williams, we haven't seen him in a while, maybe he's hot, maybe he's figured some things out, he, he's not that guy that you say when you write the lineup card now, or how are we going to pitch to this guy? And we don't have that right now. And I think we're going to need it at some point. So I need a left-handed bat. Um, and we all look to the outfield, obviously, because, you know, we, we got some, some holes out there. Um, and, and those are the things I'm going to do. But I'm trying to, uh, Michelle, bridge this year into next year as far as my roster because you're going to need some help next year, too. Now, the DH is going to have an impact on next year. And I really firmly believe we're going to have it. So you, you might as a, that left-handed bat might be a DH, and you know maybe you flip-flop him and, and Paul Goldschmidt or whoever it might be. But I think you got to find a left-handed bat somewhere, and you might as well try and find one now. There may be one on the free agent market, but you know you got you, you have to give up something. And the question is this: Who is worth giving up? Who can you do without? Mm-hmm. And I've always been a proponent that I'm going to make a list of about five people. And you can pick anyone. You can pick two of those five or three of those five. And if they ask for somebody else that's not on that list, then we're probably going to have to move on. And, Claves, you mentioned the starting pitcher. And I think what the Cardinals are looking for or what they should be looking for is that Jeff Supon, Jake Westbrook, that, that yeah. 11 and 11, 190, 200 inning guy. Because if I have Flaherty, Hudson Reyes at the top of my rotation. I'm still going to have Michaelis around. I've got Libertor on the way. If I can get that guy at the back end that gives me 190, 200 innings, that's the main thing I need with that group of young starters that I have. And, and I want a veteran because I want to. I want to have a chance to win on a getaway day. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I want to have a chance to put a, a legitimate pitcher on the mound on Thursday or Sunday and have a chance to sweep a series or take two out of three instead of just trying to piece it together and just, you know, hoping for the best. And, and I need an experienced guy because, you know, whether it's if Wainwright's back or not or whomever, uh, I need an experienced guy that can kind of bring a different look and a different view and maybe a different voice to, to some of these young pitchers and, and a guy who's had some reasonable success. You mentioned Supon and Westbrook. Those guys were instrumental in the Cardinal success Absolutely. In, in just their demeanor in the clubhouse and what they knew and how they could kind of spread the wealth in there and their presence and their composure and how, and how uh, loose they were, you know, Jeff Supon was one of the more interesting guys and, and Jake Westbrook was a very popular player who backed it up when he, when it was his turn. So, you know, and I know those guys are hard to find because baseball has decided they're going to try and, eliminate the veteran player in in a sense. But if you can find one who still has something to offer, and, and Wade LeBlanc is kind of that guy, but, you know, at this stage of his career, just don't know how much he can contribute. But I'm looking for somebody. I'm looking for a Wade LeBlanc, you know, plus two. Finally, Mike, our friend Dan Deardorff turned 72 today, and I texted him, happy birthday, wow. he responds. He says, thanks, I was always fond of 72, not so much now. <laughs> Wow. Well, happy birthday to him, uh, Randy. You know, he, he's been a great friend to us for a number of years. And, uh, you know, what he's done on and off the field is not only as a player, but as a person and as a broadcaster. I hope he's got a lot more years in front of him because he certainly deserves it. He's a great guy. So are you. Mike, what do you got coming up on Claves Online this week? Well, we're going to have some fun this week. As you well know, the Supreme Court issued a ruling that's going to perhaps change college sports as we know it. Bob Lattenville, who was an agent for the William Morris Agency and represents players and coaches and universities, the whole nine yards, and is a real, what I would call a guy who's really paid attention to this Supreme Court hearing from day one. And we're going to talk with him about the ramifications and really kind of explain what happened, because I think some people feel like the likeness issue and the Supreme Court ruling are the same. They're not. So I would suggest anybody who wants to get a have a deeper dive into what is going to take place, and it may start tomorrow. It may start tomorrow because the NCA is going to have some decisions to render here very soon. So if you get a chance, tune in. Uh, Bob Lattenville is as good as there is in St. Louis and maybe the country when it comes to having a real grip on what's going on. Always great to talk to you, sir. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. It's only a great week if we win it. That's all I need. <laughs> you got that right. You guys have a great week as well. Have a good time. Take care. Thanks, Mike. Mike Claiborne with us on 101 with Carriker and Smallman. At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to make car care make sense with personalized service reviews that swap the car talk for straight talk so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care, that's a job for Jiffy. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.